It's just a public service announcement. Hello, and welcome to Decoding 40. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. The podcast where we fearlessly and ferociously explore, debate, and laugh at the complex inner workings, issues, and thinking of today's grown men. Only describe us as soldiers, survivors. Now here's the crew. Allow me to introduce myself to Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your fantasies come true. Talk, talk so nicely. Up next. I kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Brooklyn's best kept secret, Ella Rick. Half man, half amazing. Let's not forget, Mr. Straight with no chaser. And Harlem's adopted son, Leon, a.k.a. L.O. I'm complex. I excel, then prevail. And last but definitely not it's least, the, the master of impressions. Whoa. King of the town. Who's our favorite One, comedian. Two. I hope he becomes yours too. Now let's get it all in perspective. Mr. Vincent Perez. My family, what up? This is Decoding 40. You already know. But don't stop. No one can do it better. I fell asleep already. I fell asleep. And 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 Roz, my man. Are we recording now? Roz, my man. But I, I just, I just. How about I'm, I'm not with you. Mac Mac wants with something light skin and it, it don't, nah, Drakeish. Drakeish. Right. Something saying, sensitive. We, we don't have to full kiki it out. That's not what I'm saying. What, what are you saying? Kiki. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. And I'm light skin. I don't like that nigga. Drake. Wow. <laughs> Fuck light. Light Fuck skin you. on light skin violence. Light, violence. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm, I don't I know. Don't Am mind, I more light skinned, Drake? Drake? I haven't seen I him in person, but I, 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 I think he's more light skinned. It. Oh, it's impossible. If but put, it's not. It's if the, you the put album, 30 tracks on an album, I'm not going to listen to it. But the really? album is not constructed for you to listen to the whole album. That's this is true. The album is constructed for you to take the piece of the album which you resonate with. The first half of that last album is is great. And then the second half, you hand it over to your girl, and she listens to the rest of it. Well, see, that's the problem. That's it, not how it, hip-hop That's a mass market That's not how hip-hop Album. That's not how any of this nah, works. Nah, I just want lyrics, son. <laughs> that's Hold on. I just want lyrics. That's not how hip-hop works. So, okay. That's so, not how hip-hop works. Concept. That said, I'm a big fan of the seven-track format that is being- I hate the seven-track format. I love the seven-track Why do you like the seven-track format? I just need you to focus on the best tracks that you can produce- mm. At this given time, and I will rock with that. If, I like that. If I have to listen to thirty tracks of Jake, uh, Drake, Jake, whatever. If I have to listen to him, Jake, you know, thirty <laughs> tracks of Drake. By the fifteen track, am I fully homosexual, or <laughs> am I into anal at that point? Like I don't know what's going on because that dude, be, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. This is a trigger warning. If you're inclined to fucking be sensitive about anything that might be said by anyone, turn this fucking podcast off right now. Brought to you by L.O. Peace. Enjoy. I'm sorry. Lyrically, you need to go back and take another I one. understand Yo, the that. first half of that album, that first half of that last album, yeah, it, man, there's right, some so, joints on there. So like, the, I'm, I'm so, not a Drake hater. Uh huh. I'm just not a Drake advocate okay i got that's you. fine so at the eighth track of my knitting sweaters and i'm <laughs> fucking spooning why don't you listen why don't you like listen to the album because y'all, you know what you know what like i love I y'all get there. but I y'all you're like y'all don't even there. listen to the album like y'all are like oh he's whack and then that's it and y'all don't even y'all don't even intake no, 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 the no, music. no 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 I, no 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 i, no, no, I no want to say this no, wait, i want to say wait, this wait, hold on hold on okay. no one said drake was whack no one said drake is you not can't. lyrical thank you okay all right no one said that I right. said I cannot listen to an entire Drake album because the whole singing thing it it it, it irks me. Really it bothers me. Yo, I like it doesn't irk uh, me. Come on, that come nigga on. is the Ralph Tresman of fucking hip hop. The, the singing thing irks you, but you and I vibe to Andre three thousand <laughs> album for how long when he was he hawing and hemming he, with some he did it well. with some with he some with, with some sparkly I saw three song. stacks in Soho really last week, well. and he was in. We saluted each other and we kept moving. That he did it. Shout out to so, three stack. Dope. Three stack. That's not a shot. Three, three stacks is my man. Okay, it sounded like a shot a little bit. No, at all. One of the greatest. You can send all of your hateful tweets to uh, Mac Burnett. Mac Burnett. Go for it. You already know. Yo, why don't we introduce Mac ourselves, man? Why don't, yo, why don't why don't we go around, man? Vincenzo Pugazzi, aka the prompt Puerto Rican, listen, shows I, up early to everything. Listen, I, I, you know, in my day job, I got to be on time. I can't help that you're late every time. He makes the so clock this, run. This is this is Vincent Perez, aka Vin Pugazzi, aka. 
the Puerto Rican murderer. Uh, AKA the Mob Deep collection wearing <laughs> over 40, 40 Mob Deep, Deep collection wearing, you know what I'm saying? Keep him 100. <laughs> His pants have got less baggy though. Listen, they have, they I, this is this is a boot. This is a, that's why it's the over 40 on, collection. This, this is a Levi boot cut, not crazy baggy. You know Very what I'm nice. saying? Very nice. My nuts are okay. They're a little too much uh, sharing, but okay. Coming in with some hard bottoms, some wash yeah. jeans, Pause. a button up. Yeah. And, and, a and a camouflage vest. And a Timberland. <laughs> a tuxedo and a camouflage a camouflage vest with a scully. Yo, uh, this is Leon, a.k.a. Think about it later. L Boogie, a.k.a. Oh, the, yeah, there a, you go. There the you Missing go. Link. The Missing Link. A.k.a. I have an event on Mars. That fucking guy. <laughs> the ballhead murderer. Yes. Well, not murderer. Well... You know, we gotta well, keep he's it too suave. He's too suave. He's, he's not, not he's a murderer. He's not a murderer. I'm not a murderer. He's a sniper. Not a murderer. He's a sniper. Mr. Steal your girl over there. <laughs> oh, shout out to Fonte with that line. What's a what's a long shot to a sharpshooter? That's dope. All right. Take a look. Take a look. Uh, this is Alaric Campbell. AKA. AKA. I don't have an AKA. AKA, take your picture. AKA, Ricky. Ricky. <laughs> Uncle Ricky. Ricky. Uncle Ricky. If you're family or if I've known you for over 20 years, you might know me as Ricky. Yes. Yes, but, sir. Uh, you can call me Alaric since we just met. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, the smoothest cat at the bar right there. Just Word. Word. The fucking the Jedi master. Yeah, what's up, Whoa. Mac, Mac Burnett? A.K.A. Get, Mr. Marketing. Let's not get anyone in trouble. <laughs> so what's on the agenda for today, fellas? What are we talking about today? We still don't have a name for this podcast. I, I think uh, we would love listeners to submit some names. Maybe we'll have a name by the time you actually hear this. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so we, we got we to gotta figure out a name for this podcast. And, and it's, the concept is essentially four guys. We've known each other for a very long time. We just decided to hang out and talk about things that affect us and other guys our age. So if you're one of those, welcome to the podcast. And if not, you're welcome to. Whilst drinking some beverages that have alcohol in them. Right. Stella! <laughs> Stella. Shout out to Stella. And what's that whiskey you got, Rick? Russell's, Russell's bourbon. So I, I, I found that bourbon when I was in California. And I think it's a small, I think they do small batches. Because I couldn't find it when I came back to New York. And now you're starting to find it in New York. And um, it's really, really smooth. Rick is a connoisseur of, of fine bourbons. And bourbon workers. is my shit, man. What's, I, what's your go-to? What's your go-to? Jack. I'm ignorant. Jack. <laughs> no, Shadow, I've learned a lot just hanging out with Rick at a bar. Because Rick will be at the bar, like, oh, do you have a uh, small wood batch bourbon? I'm like, it's a small wood batch bourbon. They're like, can I get something with some ice in it? He's like, you're drinking that with Coca Cola? That's wrong. You're, what you're doing is is disrespectful to the bourbon. Amateur. Amateur. Like, yo, I just need a little Coke in my shit. I'm just sorry. You know, back in the day, I was at a bar and I was sitting next to this lady. She was probably in her early 60s. Mm. And I was drinking a Jack and Coke. Mm. And she was like, oh, amateur. That Coke, that's the shit they give you the hangover. Mm. And since then, I, I started drinking liquor straight on the rocks, just slow sipping. It just tastes First better. First of all, that, that way. slow sip will keep you buzzed all exactly. night. You moderate your drunk. Exactly. But real talk, last night, I did, when I got home this morning, I woke up, I was dry mouth from the snoring, but. I did not have a hangover because I didn't drink any Coca-Cola with it. We was drinking shots and beers. It's all that and sugar. And that was good. That yeah, yeah, that sugar. It it rushes straight through your blood. My, my sugar's up. I'm, I'm, I'm about to cut my foot off at the end of the podcast. Basically, basically, basically. See, that's the, that's the first lesson of this podcast from uh, are we ogs yet because we, uh, we are officially ogs i think so we are now we're ogs we're not triple ogs yeah. but we're ogs at this point what is the a if anybody's listening what is the age that dictates ogism i don't know is it over 40 30? it's when you wake up and just random parts of your body just fucking hurt, hurt. no i know what it is when you're walking down the street and a shorty goes hey mister that's when it's over. Excuse sir. me, sir. Oh, sir. Can you direct me? <laughs> if to... you're a sir or a mister, it's over. It's when, a fucking when you rat. when you no, stop OG. getting the looks, man. When it starts being difficult, when it starts being work to pick them up, man. That's when is that's when it's over. When when the old lady 
who's like 50 or 60 is smiling at you like, you can get some of this old pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's I, never, a wrap. I don't feel like getting older. It's like, I don't think, I don't feel like it's a descent. It's like, I feel, I feel much smarter. I feel much wiser. Um, I still feel like my 16 year old self, even though I probably don't look like my 16 year old self, but you know, when not you see in the mirror, probably, nigga, you don't. I know, I know, I know. I know. I know. I know. I look it's good. not an if or a me. <laughs> I think I still look good for my age, but, but yeah, okay. So I looked at some pictures from five years ago, and I'm like, damn, you don't got fat. You, you're getting a little gray in your mustache. Son. It's it's getting it's getting old. But I think we are almost at that OG status. We're, we're giving advice to you. Look at here, young man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, when we when you're in eyeshot of fifty, when you're in eyeshot of getting that AARP card, B, <laughs> oh like God. like when you can, when it's on the radar, that's when you that's you have to accept your OG status, yeah. regardless of what you're doing out in these streets. Wait, hold, so that said, what was your best decade? The twenties, thirties, or are you in the midst of your best decade? Mm. I'm going to say my thirties. Cause it was it was it was wild business. I was single for the majority of my thirties, and I was in New York City. I hated this nigga when he was in his thirties. Why? Because he was living that life, living his best life. <laughs> Smile, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Listen, I come over and he'd be like, mm, you know, this nigga. He was short. Like Rick would answer the door minus the fucking. Hugh Hefner smoking jacket. It was yeah. that type of. He's not lying. You, you go in his house and it would be five chicks like like spread out on the couch and they would just be chilling. Like he wasn't even dating them. They would just be hanging out there. They like, would just they would just be making. Like, hey Matt, they want a making, sandwich? And I'd be like, Brooklyn, yes. Brooklyn. They were making baby oil for him. They were Brooklyn actually making baby oil from scratch. Out of babies. <laughs> the actual yeah. babies. Yeah, just because a single man at that point. And I wasn't I wasn't on drugs. I did work. You know, like you just had your choice. That nigga's apartment smelled like incense and debauchery. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> Patchouli oil and vagina juice. But I, yeah, it was okay. I gotta say my Congratulations. Day. But everything in the house was vegan like twenty years too early. Like like nobody was on that yet. He was like he was like, nigga, I was like, I was like, yo, you got something to eat? I got beans, nigga. <laughs> I can I can spread them on some avocado. I'm like motherfucker. The soap. You're too soon. The too soap soon. Is, We're not. Soap is made out of um, the angel tears and patchouli oil. Just use that. That that was my favorite shit. It was a good good shit. I, yeah, I I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to say the end of the twenty. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I had a good run in the, in the beginning of my twenties, but I I'll probably go with. Uh, yeah, I'm like uh, that's hard. That's tough. That's tough. I would I would have to take like a segment of the twenties and a piece of the thirties because the beginning of the thirties, like I had I had um I had a business and I was in the Wall Street uh, Journal and I was in Black Enterprise, so I was doing my numbers like the mag the, the media. I was killing it with the media. I'd walk in the room and I'd have like that was that was really that was a good time. It was a good time, but um I don't know I don't know. I have to say the, the beginning of the thirties, beginning of the twenties, the, the end of both was a disaster. Oof. Terrible. The year is 1991. <laughs> Listen, 91 to like 90, like 96 was a little crazy. Like my freshman year, sophomore year, college was just because it wasn't no work then. It was like you walk into the room and it was just, you know, what's the word the young boys use? Fleek. Vagina was on fleek, son. It was just there. I don't it, think there's any young boys using that word. Fleek? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're Rick about to. Uh, I think no. that expired five years ago. I like when an old motherfucker just <laughs> exposed himself. <laughs> As the young boys say. As the young boys say. What, yeah. what them that young boys say? So that's, 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 that's the dope. opposite of what the young Zippity boys doo say. Zippity-doo-dah. <laughs> <laughs> tap, 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 tap. Hey, there, you know, I remember hey, back in the day. It was back in the day, you know, I was chilling. In hey, man, we used to be uh, Quincy Jones. Hey, it was great, man. Hey, you know you know how he got the name of that song? It was me. Hey, I talked the track, you know what I'm talking about? But listen, 90, 91 to like 96, that was that was my shit. Polo shit. <laughs> it was just crazy back then. Freshman year college, no. Ski trips. Oh, man, 
you were lucky. Ski you, trips. You, you, you were the light skinned dude with good hair, so you didn't have to have much game. I rocked the whole Albie Shore. I was Albie, nigga. I had yeah. I had mock necks and turtle I, turtle necks, mock necks, and cardigans. I had I had absolutely I was gameless. <laughs> I was gameless. You were still doing your thing. I know you for a lot for a long time. Yeah, that that was pure luck. I just I tripped upon pussy. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> nah, out. B. I, didn't, I seen you work. No, B. no, no. We're talking see, about. Yo. We're talking about. We're talking about college age. Mm-hmm. I've seen both of y'all work. Hold on. I seen Vinny work Tell and I seen Alaric work. So I'm gonna say like this: like Alaric is like a surgeon, and Vinny is like a caveman with a giant bat. <laughs> like at, like Alaric walking and be like, you know, I was looking at this art piece yesterday. <laughs> The girl in the painting looked just like you. <laughs> it, was early, it was an early go, yeah. Yo, and I, that, I noticed that. that. The chick that was trying to hit on me at the bar last night, uh, I did ask her about her hopes and dreams. You see what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> yo, I'm, I'm not. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like 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 Mac just said. I don't think I have any of that. It's like and, so, and Vinny and Vinny be like, let me see your pussy pig. I'm, yeah, I'm, like nah. <laughs> what color is your drawers? <laughs> and that worked in like 91, 92 because the whole light skin, curly head shit was rocking. Thong of grandma panties. Swear, do you shave? Yeah, get your titties out. Yeah. Let me see your titties. Yeah. Your vagina. And Alaric be like, I don't even want to have sex. No. <laughs> Just sleep over. Rick, Rick put on some prints. Exactly. <laughs> prints is baby, a prince. And, and, and a poofy oil. shirt. I, I'm not going to lie. When I lived in Dean Street, after I was when I was there by myself after the ex moved out or whatever, mm-hmm. I did create that bedroom to be a, a sanctuary. Yes, it was. There were incense burning. <laughs> All it was day, twenty four seven bed for the girls to. Those were my weed years, and I come see Rick, relax. and Rick would answer the door, and there'd be fucking just rose petals falling from the ceiling <laughs> as you walked up the steps. <laughs> as you walked up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prince just playing on a loop. <laughs> bing bing bing. It's the sweet one. That's when you rang my doorbell. That's when. It's the sweet one. <laughs> and, enter. Would you like some pancakes and take off your panties when you enter the little kitchen? You you would just. It's still like that though. Like some of the parties he invites us to. Like you'd be walking through the house and just like you go in a room and it just be three girls in there kissing and they'd be like, they'd be like, you want a beer? <laughs> and I'd be like, yo, I was looking for the bathroom, but I'll, but I'll stay. It's fine. Only two of us are are, are, are gay. You have to figure out which one. <laughs> That's all. And it was just like this is Tuesday night. This is mm. like you know you gotta go to work tomorrow. What, what was your era, Leon? Had to be the twenties. Look at his face. Of, <laughs> a lot of drinking, getting thrown out of clubs. Uh, That's oh, when I was in my cipher mode. Yo, son. Yo, let me get on this mic, yo. A lot of Timberlands. A lot of Timberlands, and I was living in Nashville at the time. Oh was, wow, uh, Nashville! Yeah. I don't Wait, think like you went to Fisk. I know a couple people you know, so yeah, yeah you went to yeah. Fisk. Oh so yeah, that's right. That's you right, being that's from right. NYC, being in Fisk. See, that's see me and El can understand because being from New York and being in North Carolina, being in an all black university, and just being in my my thing was being from New York, having a car. And being light skinned. And Just that was the, enough. That was, that was enough. It. That was enough. Ironically, I was dark skinned without a car. <laughs> <laughs> but still knocking him down. <laughs> he had the New York thing. Still doing my numbers. I still like, 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 it was it, it was it was it was it was Tim it was Tim's and dark skin and yo son and it was like, Oh my god, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's the Timberlands. <laughs> See, so. I did, uh, El, what was you like in your twenties, man? Because I know you was in twenties. Like, I feel like you a little bit. You got a little bit of each of these guys, man. You got a little I, bit of Vin I and was, a little bit um, of Rick. Because I seen you be smooth, and I seen you punch him in the face too. So <laughs> that's still litigation. That's, okay, uh, listen. He's not, <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear. He's not punching ladies right, in the like, face. No, no, he, like, not, wait a minute. Not, not, none of that has been proven. Nah, it's nah, all alleged. Nah, 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 not like. <laughs> Actual yeah, no, no actual punching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. Uh, I was a heavy drinker. I was on my Kavanaugh minus the <laughs> gangbangs and... I love beer. Choking bitches. And, uh, yeah, I love <laughs> beer. Uh, like, I wasn't okay. out on some attempted rape shit, but I was on some Kavanaugh uh, white boy uh, drunk shit. But now, uh, if I look back at it, I just really was having a good time in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Just um, a lot of blackout nights. So a lot of memories have been 
lost. Deleted. Deleted, yeah. Delete, 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 delete. And but, um But to be clear, I don't think any of us were crossing lines like that because I, I mean, speaking personally, I just don't think it's cool to be with a chick that doesn't want to be with you in a sense of there's not any pushback. Like the whole Cosby, you gotta be a corpse shit. I just I can't I don't no no no. That's me. I can't fuck with it. It seems retarded. Like, yeah. like I don't know how much this podcast is going to go out. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you're worried about it, right, you got to get right, out the booth. Right. Like, so, you got to get out the booth. Assuming I've had a great conversation and a relationship <laughs> with every woman that I've been with, well, I'm yeah. going to say that mm -hmm. I agree with you. I have yeah. not had that situation where I felt like I had crossed the line. No, no. What, I, what I'm saying is, I mean, because everybody, listen, I've had the... I had a dream about you night. Chick came up to me. He was like, I had a dream about you. It was like, word. So let me get your number and we can hook up. That type of shit. Or hooking up that night. But never to the point where you're with your boys and you're plowing her with drinks and she's unconscious. Me personally. You know. I feel I like don't. it's too quiet in the room. Yeah, Listen. Me yeah, but, all right. All right. That, delete. <laughs> delete. Delete. Editor? There's no, there's no, there's Get the engineer not editing shit. I'm not editing shit. We're leaving every, all this in there. No, all no, but I get your point, though. I get your point. Like, yeah. But at the same time, though, I do remember there was a expectation that you were going to buy boons. She was going to drink the boons, relax. Oh, yeah. That's how you that get the fucking chain reaction. Of course, yeah. of course, but it yeah. wasn't. But the thing is, it wasn't like we still do that shit. Yeah, we don't do that shit. But, but we, it's we, a it, we use it. But oh, the, yeah. the bottom line yeah, is we, that it is still done. done. It's still no culturally one, accepted. Yes, <laughs> but no one, but no one, it, no one in this room went beyond the no. Like if the chick was like, no, okay, cool. I just, I mean, you might press a little bit, but there was never screaming involved. Right, and she's running out of the room. I don't know. The pressing a little bit. Is actually no. That's not okay anymore. Mm. Word. <laughs> if, if that's, that's not okay, that's, hold that's up. But hold up, okay hold up. Anymore. If it's not okay at all, like mm. the birth rate is going to go down like forty two percent, big. Probably. Probably. So, but the thing is, Thanos. Is like, Shout okay, out to we Thanos. Under, we understand. We understand that that some women. <laughs> we understand that some women say no when they still want you to pursue it a little bit, but. If there's a large uh, enough, I, I just want there's a large enough percentage of women who do not want you to pursue when they say no, it's enough to stop full for full stop for everyone. Yeah, like because for me, if you say everybody. no, that's full stop. Period. You got to go. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And when maybe you not don't have to go, but yeah, kick them out. And sometimes uh, yes is a no. I, and sometimes I'm just hold saying, on. the Rolodex is hot. I, you, right, right. You, you gotta. Sometimes yes is a no too. But my problem is, is like, all right, so at, at what point, at what point, like, I, all right, so I was talking to Alaric about this earlier. And what I said was, at, at what point, if if we're supposed to be the aggressor, do we have to check in every 15 seconds? And and I and I just don't think that that's not the way that it rolls. And my problem is- I don't know is, what is, millennials are doing right now. I don't either. But I Is suspect, it like an app? Is there a disclaimer? There has like, to like, be an app. There has to be an app. Is it like an app? It's called the disclaimer, I want to have sex with the app. I'm taking Did, off your panties. Is that okay? Is it okay if I take off your panties? I just feel cool. like we, we I, just I, need. You know, I feel like certain campuses are encouraging that type of behavior, though. Mm. That I'm, well, I, I think I think honestly, is, with you reach with, for the panties and you say, "Is this okay?" Well, what's okay? What what tells you that's okay is when she kind of lifts up her hips. To right. I, I would expect that. That's right. A, but that's okay. Yes. So what happens right. if she says no after that? Then, then you stop. No. Okay. What happens if she if she does that? She says yes. She doesn't say no. She allows you to continue, and then she says you assaulted me. So, well, and I, this is at? where it gets well, a gray. On, that's on, where it becomes a gray on, area. Because that that when you give, even if she's saying yes when she didn't really want to, she did say yes. That's still consent. So it's not an assault. You had a misunderstanding for sure, because women are living under the same sort of societal rules that we're living under, and. If she makes a decision based on what she thinks is going to somehow be harmful, she may have regrets later on. But that doesn't make you an that doesn't make you somebody who assaulted her. Okay, and and because we yeah. talked about that in Z, Aziz Ansari. Right, right. So what I asked him, what I asked him was is 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 it equivalent? 
is Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby Steen. equivalent? Weinstein. Weinstein? Yeah, got to get your Steins and Steens right. Whatever. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, homie, is is that the same as Aziz Ansaria or uh, Louis C.K.? Are those two equivalent? Well, I'm, I'm going to take... Uh, there, there's me, a lot of gradation take, there. Yeah. For me, it's I'm degrees. Take, for, for me, I'm going to take each one separately because Aziz Ansari was a terrible date. That's what that was. Uh, Louis C.K. exposed himself to people who were unwilling to see his dick. Like, that's not okay. That's a flasher on the subway. That's a dude you walk on the subway train and his dick is out. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back to the Decoding 40 podcast. I was scared of his mother, right? He's like, yo, you know my mother has an Uzi, right? And I was like, word? <laughs> this motherfucker had the elaborate Uzi story. Like, yo, she keeps Uzi under the bed. And for years, I thought his mother was like Cobra fucking <laughs> Sylvester alone. She had some Israeli Uzis under the, <laughs> under the bed. <laughs> so we recording now? We We've been home? recording. Oh, right. wow. Oh, so we, we got the whole Uzi nice, story nice, there. Nice, we got nice. to delete that. We but. talking about Rick's mom is Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> Gangster. Ricky. But she was down with the shower posse. But I didn't want to tell <laughs> she was the head killer. Miss right. Campbell, of to Ed. I, I shoot you and then I give you a family of butter and cheese. <laughs> Vincent. <laughs> I want him dead. I want him dead. <laughs> I want the family Yo, dead. dead. Mariah Stokes. <laughs> Yo, you. I used to go. I used to go to his house and like. And you have to. You know how when you used to call someone chicks house, you call chicks house. You had your best phone voice. I go over there and, and be like, "Good afternoon, Mrs. Campbell. Is Alric? Is Ricky there? All on. Hold the line. <laughs> Ricky! Vinnie <laughs> Party Oh, man. Shout out to Miss Campbell. Beautiful woman and a, a, a surrogate mother of mine, for real, for real. Nice. But Ricky was talking about the case of, what's the dude's name? Oh, or? Aziz Ansari. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, I'm not even sure where I left off. Okay, so if we were comparing, you were taking each one as a case by case, and then we like spazzed yeah, out. If because I would, I would actually lump uh, a Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby, what he's accused of. They're they're sort of similar because it was all about controlling. You know, there was, it was all about control and abuse of of their position. Aziz Ansari um, went out with a chick who he thought was into him who turned out not to be into him and he had no idea now you know it's a bad it's a date that went terribly terribly wrong for her i mean it didn't go well for him either because he didn't actually he ate some pussy but he didn't give mm. and and he got some head as he's i'm sorry the fact that his lad he got sorry in his name that's just sorry <laughs> he's all right but should they be punished equally no no absolutely not absolutely not if someone says yes, you have no reason to think that they actually mean no. Okay. And but but what I'm saying is like the entire uh, the entire culture has to has to change, has to be different, so that women who really don't want to feel empowered enough to say they don't. And men have to understand when a woman says no that she really says no. Because we're all on the same page. We all understand that you don't go any further. But there are dudes out there who are not getting it. Who think they're entitled to it. Because no, they but bought dinner. Because she came over at 1.30 in the morning. You're not entitled. Once she says no, that's it's a wrap. Okay, so if I'm a, if I'm a married man. Yeah. If I am a unnamed famous married man mm -hmm. and I'm at a hotel, I'm famous, I'm rich, I have power and influence, and you come to my hotel room at two o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't that, that doesn't make you entitled to the pussy. No, that doesn't I, give that's what I'm saying. Is like you're not entitled to the pussy, and a woman who comes to your room who doesn't have the expectation of fucking you, but in your head, this means 
that you're fucking. I'm not saying that he's entitled. I'm saying, does that not speak to intent? At some not point, necessary. Not, not necessarily. Hold on, hold not necessarily. Hold up, hold up, hold on, hold on. First of all, first of all, every listen, 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 listen. To 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 get Max back in this sense is this. Everybody, okay, but before we all were in our current situations, right? You had, let's say, four or five chicks on on the list, right? You know which chick you're gonna call at two o'clock in the morning, who's going to do the do. You had a list. You knew that Shorty's eight o'clock chick. Shorty, I got to take her to a movie and 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 and, and Wendy's, you know, because we talking 20s because we didn't have money like that. So let's stop like we was <laughs> going Wendy's. to, listen, <laughs> let's stop like we was going to fucking court on blues and getting in lobsters and shit. And I'm talking about in our 20s and we're talking about a specific time in our life where I think we can all agree on there was some some sort of there was a somewhat of an abundance of it. We all knew who was calling at one o'clock in the morning. We wasn't calling the chick that you knew was going to church the next day. You was calling the chick that was going to get down. Right, church girls was the worst. We're not talking about chicks that you already had been with, right? We're talking about like you're on a date with a with a chick that you've never hung out with before. Mm -hmm. You guys went out for drinks, whatever. She comes back to your crib. Mm -hmm. In my head, I'm thinking. I'm about to smash. Mm -hmm. In her head, she's like, I want some Pop-Tarts. I want to see I his record I don't know what's in her head. But, but the thing is like... So who's confused in that scenario? In that scenario... It, 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 you, know what, you know what? No one's confused. But we, we haven't communicated. Right. That, there's no clarity. There's no clarity at all. But the thing is like... Ain't no Pop-Tarts in my house the, after 12.45 a.m. The, the thing is is that... There's Walmart. The thing is that... The expectation that she's coming back to smash doesn't necessarily mean that you have the right to it, right? Because the problem is, is that people are pushing past the no, right? So if she decides that she wants to come back and chill, she just wants to hang out. She wants to smoke a joint. She wants to have one last drink before she goes home. She had no intention of fucking. That's the new, that's the new that's the new scenario we have to work with. Granted, because you're not... Ba because back when we were 20-something, we might have thought that that is the end. That's it. That's it. We're coming back here to smash. But now, we have to give that space. Right. But, all right. But, all right space. but when we... Hold on. When we were coming up, though, and I don't think it's much different now, not a millennial, but I remember the push and pull was this. I want to see if I can get it how fast I can get it. Is she going to give it to me? And the girl's position was, I want to see if he likes me. So I'm going to see how long I can hold this out before I give it to him. And it's always been that push and pull for as long as I can remember. So if that's the push and pull, if that's the dynamic, if the dynamic is, is that I'm trying to cross the line, you're trying to keep me from crossing the line, then she's there's always going to be a point of no, and there's always going to be a point of yes that, that the man is supposed to push through and she's supposed to resist against. Right. But the thing is, like, what we've learned <clears throat> now is that... I don't know about Some that. of these women were saying yes because they felt pressured. Now, now we know this. It's not like we can go back and we can reanalyze what's what's happened wait uh in what context are you talking about is this, is this cosby context is this weinstein context yeah, more, more is he's i'm sorry i mean like okay okay so <laughs> you don't hem somebody up by a plant and jerk off on their foot and you know that's just that's just take that take that yeah. that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's just always been wrong <laughs> that's not cool that's, that's always just not but cool. all right so before leon uh, says what he's gonna say. I just wanna say this real quick. Uh, Chris Rock did a comedy show, and um, he made a statement along the lines of, "A woman knows she wants to fuck a person from the first time she meets a person." Facts. So if you meet a chick and you shake a hand, she's already said in her mind, "I could probably fuck this guy," or friend zone right away. Mm -hmm. We don't know that. Because there's nothing on her face or that leads you to believe that. Because a woman can just, I'm going to be who I am. A man is a one-track mind thinking, I like them titties, I want to fuck. That's just how we are. Right. A woman determines whether or not she wants to give you the pussy or not. 
And I think we get caught up in this thing of, are we going too far? Are we going too fast? It's That's irrelevant based on how that woman feels about you. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if a woman has put you in the friend zone, it, it doesn't matter what you do. She might put you in the, it, it's, it's three levels. It's, I want to fuck this motherfucker. He's the friend zone. I might want to fuck him another time. Let me put him in the fucking break in case of emergency dick glass. I'm lonely. I'm sad. I've escaped the friend zone. I know he's going to come here. Actually, but listen. But because you weren't in the friend zone, you were in the just in case. You were in the third. Uh, No, I was in. I was no. I was in. No, I was in the friend zone. Okay, so you 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 believe you were in the friend zone. You don't make it out of the friend zone. You, I've, I've been in, I've been in the friends. No, she doesn't even see your penis when you're in the friends. No, yeah, no, no, no. I've been a a fucking Ken doll, dude. No, I've been, I was in, right, right, right. I've been, sometimes you just catch a humble. Sometimes, like you're on a desert road and a truck just happens to be coming up. Then that, then that, she broke the glass and you didn't realize. She, she transferred you from the second. I got upgraded. I had miles. You went, you went from, you went from the second tier of friend zone to. You know what? She reevaluated your application. Might, of course, but give I, him the pussy. But I, but I <laughs> think that there was something I did to shift that. I'm sorry, Elf. We didn't mean it. We like bogarted. Good. I totally forgot what the fuck I was. Gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? That was five minutes ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, Elf. Fuck your opinion. I got, um, I got nothing to take notes. <laughs> fucking phone is turned off. Oh man. But I, I think honestly, you know, to kind of bring all of what we're talking about is. There's yes, there's no, and there's maybe. And based on, because again, you, you can't always blame the dude because if both of you have had the same amount of drinks, and I'm not talking about who has the highest, who can who can tolerance. drink the most and yeah. tolerance. I'm talking about you guys have had a, you had a great night, you went out, you're laughing, you're kikiing, and it's having a good time. You get back to the house. And I think it's the individual male that determines whether or not He's going to take yes or no for an answer. And, you know, you've seen movies or, you know, you might have heard a story. You you might have a friend that you know that you you hear a story and he tells you what happens. You go, word? Nigga, you crossed the line. In your mind, you didn't say anything. But you oh, no, go, I say that shit out loud. I like to make motherfuckers uncomfortable. <laughs> Nigga, you crossed the line. <laughs> you need to worry about litigation. <laughs> uh, here's a card. Call her in the morning. She's great with date rape. No yeah, doubt. I think it's I think it's all about expectations, you know. And 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 the problem is is that if we don't communicate, then we don't know what's we don't really know what's in the other person's mind. Exactly. Right. So while we didn't have this conversation 20 years ago, we're having it now. So now we have to reshape how that approach happens. Now you do have to say, hey, is this okay? You down with this? You, you, you okay with this? Because then there's no there, then there's no mystery. There's no mystery of whether this person is saying yes because they feel pressured. There's no there's no the, the silence is not consent. It, it's that. You know right. what I mean? Now you you have consent. All right, so I totally agree so, with that. Let and, me say and, this well, though, because okay. I think that's what we're witnessing now is that all these senators that are trying to kind of move past this um, uh, uh, survivor of a assault, they've already been living that life where they have been assaulting women, so they don't understand this idea of giving verbal and consensual uh consent like it's it's very obvious right so this idea that a woman is now coming back 36 years later and saying hey wait a minute hold on this guy assaulted me they don't that doesn't resonate with them because they've been assaulting women all their lives yeah but but i think well we can't say that about every senator like every senator is not is not a sexual deviant but (laughs) I don't know. Sure. Nigga, they, they all eyes. They all eyes wide shut. Nigga, don't let me. Hold up, hold up. Don't get me conspiracy theorist out this. Month. Don't get me audited in this Listen, motherfucker. Listen, I don't need conspiracy I don't need that smoke. Conspiracy theorist. That's like my that. old word. That month eyes wide shut. That's a good name. Listen, lambs being slaughtered, and there's just like people crying in the fields. I don't know what's going. I don't know why they're in the fields. There's just crying going on. Right. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I'm not saying. 
anything about any particular case that's going on right now. But at what point is too long for somebody to come back and say something? And somebody's going to say never. 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 I mean, if, but, if, if, if it happened and it's the truth that it happened, you no, know, being prosecuted is one thing. Yeah. But the world knowing that you did this thing because it doesn't she has to live with it no right. matter what. Right. That's that's forever in her life. Like the part that really stuck with me about uh, Ford, uh, Dr. Ford's testimony was about um, not her testimony, but her story, because I don't think this was actually in the testimony before Congress, but um, uh, before Senate. Um the thing that, that sort of stuck with me is when they were constructing, her and her husband were constructing their house, she was adamant about having a second exit uh, to the outside of the bedroom. From mm, her bedroom. I didn't know that. That's, that's interesting. And they went to counseling after that to sort of figure out Unpacking why there. she was still having this anxiety. Because mm -hmm. the husband didn't know anything about the sexual assault. Mm -hmm. So she's carrying this shit for the rest of her life. You know, so yeah, I don't think there should be any statute of limitations on when you can tell your story, because you gotta you gotta come to a point of healing, and part of that healing is telling telling your truth. Yeah. So so my but thing for being prosecuted, yeah, like you can't really prosecute that now. That you, there's, it's impossible. The evidence where the, that's what I'm saying. Like it, like like from your first sexual encounter, and now you're sixty. You know, like like kind of what's your exposure. But my thing is, is like, I feel like you can't always know what's going on in a woman's mind. And a woman's not always going to tell you what's going on in her mind, for sure. I think we'll all agree on that part. That, well, that's my point. I, is that I, but I, new, maybe that's where, where I was new... going. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think women are pretty clear about if they do not want to have sex with you. Now, if you want to push it and try to coerce her, that's something different. Right, but but have you ever been in a scenario where you thought everything was all good? See, see, my, my I think my problem with the whole way it's being set up is that men are the for the record. No, the, I've never the the <laughs> raped a the, woman. No, I never said I never woman. said that. Okay, I never said that. No, but I feel like the expectation for us is to be objective at all times and clear at all times, and I get that, and I'm okay with that. But my problem is, is if you don't tell me then it's completely subjective on the woman's part, especially if they're not vocal about it, especially if they don't tell us. And I don't expect or anticipate that every woman will tell everything. And I've seen situations where the woman was like, well, why didn't you, why didn't you take it? I've, I've actually had women say that. Like, why didn't you, like, 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 we'll leave a situation. It's like, you, why didn't you do something? Exactly. And I'm like, I had, I had no clue that the woman was even into me. I've but, been in that situation. But you understand that that's an unhealthy way of thinking also. But she's, she's not, it's unhealthy, it's, but it's not liable. Do you understand? What, do you what you're saying is it's unhealthy, but I'm not liable for being ignorant or for missing out. No, but I, well, you. No, my, my, but it's well, good my that you missed out. But men and women have lived in a world where some of these things were okay, and now we're starting to understand, you know, the repercussions of all of that. And now we can't unlearn it. We can't ignore it as if, you know, we just just we just didn't learn this new thing. We have to understand how each each person is thinking on, on an individual level. And you're saying you can't know what's in a woman's mind, but you can. By Damn. asking communication. Okay. By asking. That's the simplest that's the simplest and I, way. I feel crazy just saying asking her, but they, Why do you feel okay, so why do you feel crazy? No, because I feel like that's an obvious response or answer that if so have you, you if, have you ever asked a woman something and not got a straight answer? Have you ever asked a person something and not got a straight in answer? In a sexual context? <laughs> Listen, if you asking men things in a sexual context, I don't know, but it's on you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, are you talking that's about another just in podcast, general, though. or another are you podcast. just saying like Yeah, I mean there are points in any relationship where there's ambiguity and it's not clear in terms of what's happening. But I'm just saying in when the stakes are high like that in terms of Sexual intimacy. I think you need to be have be claro than a motherfucker. And why not? It doesn't. It doesn't hurt anything. It doesn't hurt any. That part doesn't hurt anybody. But, but not being clear, not being clear, can be destructive to both people. Right. 
Well, listen, you know, um, to kind of push to to a different subject matter, but not in entirely. Entirely, it's it's along the lines. We had a discussion last night. We were talking about how your parental connection, like you had a mother or father, and I think all of us in here had, if we didn't have both parents, had a strong maternal, you know, um, you know, input. So we didn't do anything crazy. What about the people who don't have that? There's people who don't like we're speaking from all of us in this room had a good, a pretty good upbringing. Nobody was beat with pokers and and and, and tortured in, in this room that I know of. You know what I mean? Leon's looking at me, but <laughs> can you hear the lambs, Clarice? No, nobody, nobody in this room, <laughs> fava beans. But I think. Honestly, because we're speak we're pe- we're speaking from a perspective that does not uh, include people who are abused, who go through certain things, and you know, me and Eric were talking about it last night, like how much of the parental um, influence determines how you're going to treat a female, or if you're a, a male who treats whatever your relationship is, how much does it determine that? Because if you had a good mother, you're not gonna really treat women like shit. I mean, I mean, I mean that you know generally. I mean, generally. if you had a mean mother, you might treat women like shit. Because if your own mother doesn't love you or act like she loves you, you're gonna be like every woman that you deal with is ain't shit. My mother didn't love me, so why should I love you? The one woman in your life that's supposed to love you and treat you with respect and and trying to rear you and to be for you to be a better man should be your mother. Or a mother-like figure. So if that doesn't exist, then what happens? I mean, I don't know Kavanaugh's personal relationship with his mother, but like, what the fuck? Like, I, I respectfully disagree. I get your point, but I respectfully disagree. And here's why: I had a, I had my mother's whole goal was to train me to marry a woman, and specifically a black woman. Mm-hmm. To the point where. My mother, we, we would go to the store, and I mean, I was like a teenager. We would go to the store, and, you know, I would be parking the car. Well, no, maybe I was, I guess I was driving, so I was a little older. But I'd be parking the car. My mother would get out of the car, and we'd be going to Home Depot or the store, and we'd park in the middle of the lot, and my mother would walk all the way up to the door and wait for me to get there to open the door, to train me to open the door for women. But I think so much of how I look at women and how I treat women and 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 all of that was was influenced by my relationships that I had with women because the women that I met did not reflect the example that I had at home. They just did not look like that. They did not sound like that. They did not work like that. My mother was from another time. Well, I think, I think that's actually his point is the close connection with your mother dictates how you interact with women now. Because you're not a scumbag and you open doors and you pull out chairs and you open doors for for women because that's what you were taught to do by this strong maternal example. I think that's what he was saying. No, that's exactly what I was saying. So he was saying the people that don't have that strong maternal uh, figure and example, what is their relationship like to women? But the 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 men that that's, I've that's sort of the question. No, I got that. But the men so I, I guess I was looking at it from this perspective. The men that I've met that had a bad relationship or a negative or a toxic relationship with their mothers, um, and this is like I said, this is just from observation, not from me like really I guess doing it doing a deep dive into it. But a lot of them looked for love and validation in their women. And I never, I, I mean, I, I always wanted partnership with women. I never wanted, I never looked for validation in women. And I think that's a very different relationship. And I feel like when men are looking for this validation and they're looking for that mother figure and they go to look for that, I think a lot of them will find that, but that is not necessarily a healthy relationship. But, all right, so, so to what well, you just said, and you see, you're looking at examples, right? So, how was the how did you see your mother and your father's relationship? Because what you're describing is is that there was a, uh, you know, quid pro quo, like uh, it's quid pro quo, 
quid pro, pro quo. quo. Yeah, we'll just okay. edit that out. Take your time. Pro. Take your time. Because I'm time. talking about birds now. Quid quo quo. Skeet, skeet. But what I'm saying is like your example of you looked at your mom and your pops and they had a certain type of relationship and did did that influence how you looked at things in life as far as like, well, if I'm in a relationship, I have to be the breadwinner. My mother has to, my, the woman I'm with has to have a job and she has to do X, Y, Z. And this is what I want. And, you know, because, again, it, it, we're talking about both parents, not just the mom, because some of us had the luxury of having both parents in the house. Some of us had parents in the house up until a certain age and then mom took over. You know, and some of us might have a relationship. Like I, I, I'll give you a perfect example. I was out at uh, in the Bronx one day, and I was walking up the hill coming from my job, and I saw this woman berating her son. I mean, just disrespectful. You're a fucking idiot. Blah 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 blah. The kid must have been nine, ten years old. I don't know what the child did, but I saw this child. I'm thinking, in ten years. Do you honestly think he's going to be able to have a constructive discussion or argument with his woman after being berated by his mother for all these years? You know, maybe he gets maybe he figures it out and somehow he gets through life and he doesn't become this asshole. But I'm honestly thinking like, yo, this kid is going to be an angry dude without a doubt. And he he may never until he addresses that. I think he may never have a really healthy relationship with women Mm because there's going to be an expectation that this is how women treat men. So he's either going to try to um, dominate her um, or he's going to be the pushover. Mm -hmm. I I think, I think, I think you, you're actually saying Mac, I think you're actually saying the same thing Mm -hmm. because, um, it's because of those maternal influences that you were able to be the person that you are. If you had a fucked up mom, I heard this crazy story. So uh, she posted on Facebook. So I, I can I feel like I can at least recap some of the story. So a, a friend of mine posted something a couple of days ago and it really touched me. And she was uh, sexually assaulted. And it happened some years ago. And um, she was actually talking about the guy that assaulted her. And the way that she wrote what she wrote was very compassionate to his story, which to me felt a little odd because I would have been so angry. But she's pushed past the anger and now she's going into healing. But so this kid, his grandmother... His grandmother went to prison uh, for child neglect. His mother had set their house on fire and nearly killed his aunt. And she was burned on like 80% of her body, like a complete burn victim. And these are the people who came to support him in court. And while the court proceedings are going on, his mom is scratching off, uh, doing scratch off lottery scratching stuff off with a dime and not really paying attention so this whole family is fucked up what did we expect was going to happen what did we think was was going to be the result of this kid you know like what's he going to turn out to be right but i feel like people look for the things in their relationships that they don't have at home people look for the opposite They look for the other. And that's kind of the balance of nature and the balance of the universe, right? Water flows where there is none, right? All that kind of stuff. So so I'll give you an example. How many women coming up did we really want to date that you you meet a girl, you were really into her, and you were like, oh, I think we'd be so great together. And then she dates some dude and you're looking at him like, and you just don't get it. Because she was looking for something that she didn't get at home or she was looking for something. And you you clearly know that this relationship is not going to work out. You clearly know that this relationship is going to be a disaster of some kind. And that, and matter of fact, by the way, I know quite a few women 
that I was very into in their 20s and now they're in their 40s and they came back to me like this has happened to me on multiple occasions. I should have married you. Like I've had that conversation. They're married now and they've come and said that on multiple occasions. I, I think that people are always looking for what they know. They're looking for the familiar. I don't think they're looking for the other at all. I think they want something that resembles what they know of relationships. That's why people who grew up in abusive homes tend to get into abusive relationships because this is familiar and this seems normal. We're looking for those examples. We're looking for our, we're looking for our moms. That's what they. I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but that's what I come to understand is that we are looking for. A lot of people. Blew, I think it depends on the motivation, homes. right? I think it depends on the motivation, right? So if if what you experienced as a child was so uh, traumatic for you that you feel like you need to move away from it, then you're going to probably find someone who is the opposite of that. But it is like it is possibility that you're going to run towards someone who exhibits those same behaviors. So I don't know if there's a, a, a recipe or a, a certain scenario in which people are just going to gravitate towards either the behavior that they're accustomed to or if they actually want to find their opposite or the opposite in the, the relationship that has caused them so much traumatic pain. But I think it's either you are going to gravitate towards someone who is the familiar or you're going to gravitate towards someone who is completely opposite. And in that, you're going to have to resolve, is this what I need? Is this is this solve the X for me in terms of filling the void, in terms of love, in terms of care and compassion that I have needed? And this feels like a motherfucking Dr. Phil episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just think back to all the women that I've heard say, you know, Men are dogs. Men ain't shit. And you, you keep dating the same dude over and over and over and over and over again. Fuck. Look at yourself. What are you doing? You're picking the wrong dude. You're picking the same dude. Exactly. Yeah. Because that feels normal to them. That's attractive. It was attractive to them at the time. But yeah, let's not be Dr. Phil today. Yeah, yeah. Let's, not, yeah let's not. Hey, Vinny. Let's talk about something. Uh, Your top five. No, oh, God, please, man. can we not do the top five? Not the top five? So overdone. I'm sorry, guys. I got to push back on that. So overdone. I thought we were talking about the top five today. <sighs> I think we should do the top five. Oh, my God. Wake me up when y'all are done. <laughs> you know what he's scared of, right? What is he scared of? Because we're going to kick his ass here. <laughs> okay, All right. It's top five. Nah, I'm not. I just think it's overdone. I think, I think, I think Sir Mix-A-Lot is on his top is it, five. Is that right? I, I think so. No, I feel like if, um, if Chris Rock has made a movie about it, then it is no longer valid <laughs> as a top podcast topic. <laughs> Black hair and top five well, is the, over. The whole podcast is not about top five. How is my mic? Because I still sound... You, you sound guys, low. You guys no, I can hear you. Crispy. You I guys can hear you. sound crispy, and I. You see, you're a little low. You're a little low. You're a little. You know. I, I think that's you just. just normal. That's, you, you keeping me down? <laughs> no, I'm not. I actually turned you up that's, a little bit. That's just. It's that's life. That's just racist. sometimes. Yeah, that's just. Sometimes life. your mic is a little shady. Leon. Hello. Sometimes, sometimes I sound high. Sometimes uh, I sound low. <laughs> how do you? How do you get the air condition working in this? Word. It's like. It's like slavery hot in here right now. <laughs> And if I was light skinned, so, because so, I'm light skinned, the light skinned first. No, I would be in the house. I would be in the house by the heart. By, Welcome by to the, the hot, field, brother. By the wood stove. Welcome to the field. But make nigga, it, your, your waves is on fleek, though, nigga. Making Yo, biscuits. That's how the young people say it today. Hold up. When I say it, it's like nigga don't say fleek. Nigga, nigga your when waves you is lit, it. nigga. Your waves is lit. Well, well I wasn't. I, that wasn't the desired effect. But the waves just did start to pop. I got. I don't have the three. That wasn't the desired effect. Meanwhile, he got a do rag. All I, types no, of green up, wax. Hold up. Hold up. I <laughs> do, wax. I do have a do rag. Right. So Today's podcast. You like skin. You gotta have a do rag. That's in your starting kit. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I put my shit on right, so I took it off this morning, and the shit looked like I was like a part of the West Coast. Hold loop. on, time out. You went out drinking last night. Yes. You got fucked up last night. Yes. You had the wherewithal. 
Put your two back up. Yeah, no. Accident. Oh, hold on a second. I've been drinking, but my wings gonna be popping in the morning time. Hey. You want them waves to pop, baby. <laughs> you got to put on that dude. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. That is fucking pretty impressive. It is hot in here, though. I don't know. I tried to mess with that thermostat, but it was laughing at me. Yeah, it's, it's just going to be hot. Sorry. Okay. Yo, this is Vincent. Thanks, you. 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 Like my two-year-old. To Dakota. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I get. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. Heavenly Father. For shining your light on me. Can't slip up in here. Okay. That's what I get for doing the voice. What's up? It's your boy Mac. I really appreciate you guys listening to Decoding 40 tonight. Thank you so much. Have a great day and be awesome. We locked in. This is Decoding 40.